Welcome to Love, Death, and Tacos, the podcast where we talk about love, death, and tacos, or not, with your hosts, Carlos and Fernando Flores. All right, Carlos. Yeah. What episode are we in now? Uh, I believe this is 16. I think so. I'm not even sure. Did I'm going to say 16, but I'll have to check the list on uh, our podcast host thingy. Well, let's just say 16. I think it's 16. Yeah. Uh, I think I lost count, but I think it is 16. If it isn't 16 and you're listening to this and the podcast lists says episode 17, then you know where we fucked up. Yeah, there you go. I wasn't yeah. counting them. but uh, 16-ish. 16-ish. 16.2. Something. 16.5. Some shit like that. Anyway, right. so... Today is July 5th, and I, you know, I don't like to say the date on um, the podcast episodes because I, you never know when people are listening of to course, this. Right. It, it could even be next year. That's why I don't like to talk about like COVID shit like that because this could be three years down the line, you know, and COVID isn't affecting us anymore. You know, three or years down the line. Worse. You know, or, or that's true. We could all be dead. <laughs> you know, we, and you could be listening to this Delta and you could be like, you know, oh my God, remember when COVID wasn't that bad? And now, now we all have three dicks. <laughs> whoa, wait, wait, are you, that's bad. I think having three dicks would be bad, Carlos. Well, I don't, I'm just I, saying. Well, look, you know, I'm just saying you, you find use. Okay, but what if you're a woman and you have three dicks? Oh, okay, see, that's bad. I, I said all of us have three dicks. Okay, see, that's bad. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm that's, saying. You never okay. know. It could be, I don't know, man, or, or zombies. You know, they talk about, you know, this this vaccine is gonna make us into zombies. You know, or not the vaccine, but the fucking virus itself. I don't know. But anyway, the reason I brought that up is because it's July 5th. Happy July 5th, everybody. Oh, right. Happy July 5th. And it's one day after July 4th, Independence Day. And, you know, it, it makes me think. Back in 1776. Right. The day after July 4th, you think the founding fathers sat around and were like, fuck, now what? Yeah. <laughs> like, twiddling well, their thumbs well shit well that happened that actually worked huh you know what i mean i didn't think we were gonna get away with it bro <laughs> exactly because basically what it was was treason it's treason yeah you know against like, i was the, ready to have my fucking head cut off what about you you know and like well fuck it but uh i guess we won so shout out to the original illegal immigrants the founding fathers shout right. out right for creating those, such a kick-ass country those illegal Euro europeans right right so yeah so july 5th carlos and um that just, you know, I guess it sparked a little interest on holidays. Right, right. You know, and the holidays and the, the holidays that we celebrate here in this country, which are great. But there are holidays around, you know, around the world that some of them are pretty bizarre. Some of them are pretty weird. You oh, know? shit. And so. Um, I bet you other countries see us for, for our holidays and probably think the same thing. Like, why the fuck are you guys celebrating the 4th? Well, again, you know, talking about that, you know, uh, do you think England you know, do you think they have like news uh, stories in England and they're like, and across the pond in the American colonies, those wankers are celebrating their independence. Those dicks. Those dicks. I mean, I, I would do it in an English <laughs> accent, but I do yeah, terrible not, English yeah, accents. You know, but uh, yeah, fucking wankers are celebrating their independence over there and across the pond in the colonies. Yeah. You know, and, and so, yeah, they might look at us and be like, fuck those people, because I know they have weird um you know weird holidays yeah. in other countries and so it, like i said it it sparked an interest and i'm like fuck it i'm going to check this out so i'm going to google this so i found a list Carlos, all right all right about weird 
holidays around the world. Not right, just, right. Not N- just the now. Yeah. Now, uh, re- remind the people who are new to the podcast um, how we go about reading these lists. Do we read them ahead of time, Fernando? No, we don't read no, them ahead we of do time. Not. So we have a list of 27, 27 weird holidays around the world, and we have no idea what is in store for us. We have no idea what's in front of us or what we're going to see. So hopefully some of these are actually pretty interesting because it could be they're like, you know, the, the thing that I fear is that we're doing this and we're, we're, you know, building it up. We're hyping it up like, Oh shit, weird holidays around the world. Fuck yeah. yeah, exactly. And then they're like in Sri Lanka, they eat donuts on Tuesday. <laughs> you know, like how the fuck is well, that interesting? Great. You know, yeah. Great. <laughs> Fucking glazed or powdered or, just bone-ass dry donuts. Jelly-filled? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have no fucking clue. So anyway, well, let's get started, Carlos. All right, go for it. This one, uh, number one, is called the, I, I think it's pronounced Beltane or Beltane, Beltane Fire Festival. Okay. During the Beltane, that's English. Let's just say Beltane. Beltane. During the Beltane Fire Festival held in Scotland. Okay, there it is. It's in Scotland. So okay. it's, in, it's in English. Beltane held in Scotland each April. Hordes of mostly nude revelers don body paint, light torches, and set bonfires as part of a raucous celebration meant to mark the coming of summer. Wait, 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 wait. These people are naked. They are mostly nude. And, yes. And they're they're working with fire? And they're and it's Ireland, so they're most likely drunk. Holy Oh no, it's Scotland. 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 Holy yeah. shit, dude. Fire and being naked? That's there's certain appendages you don't want near fire. Uh, I say why not? Fuck right. it. You know? <laughs> Just saying, because yeah. fucking burst into flames. <laughs> you know, but I mean, whatever. All right, your turn, Carlos. Go. All right, number two. Um, It says, El Colacho Baby Jumping Festival. Um, Some Spanish Catholics celebrate the feast of Corpus Christi each spring by having men dressed as the devil jump over babies. The century, centuries year, centuries old custom known as El Colacho is believed to absolve the newborns of original sin and protect them from evil. There's literally a picture of a mattress with six babies, two rows, three babies on top, three babies on the bottom, and some dude in midair wearing fucking Adidas superstars jumping over them, dude, like, like fucking evil Knievel over buses. I see that. And... Um I have questions. Like, what the, what the <laughs> fuck? What if you miss, bro? Well, then I guess that's the unlucky baby that doesn't get absolved of evil. Of course, no, that's, you know that was I mean? the evil baby but that what, needed to be taken out. What, what made these, this, what made, in, this is in Spain, what made these Spanish Catholics think, you know what will get rid of the evil? If we have a guy jump over them. If we could jump them. Why don't you just take them to the church and so, you know, Amonos, Dominos, and they pray for them and shit, you and, know? And where are the parents? You think the parents are the ones who are like, jump over my baby, please? Uh, yeah. I'm about to have one. You know what? Nobody jumping over my kid. Well, then, you know, maybe won't be absolved of original sin, Carlos. <laughs> So well, what if one of these jumpers decides to be a fucking daredevil, like fucking Evo Knievel, and he's like, I can jump 20 of them. Put more, stack them more, stack them. Yeah, put, put more on the end, more on the end. No, 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 not that, not that fat chubby it, one. I can make put it. Put the fat chubby one in the middle somewhere. You know? Oh, man. Fuck. Right. No, no, right. Number three. Go for it. Number three is the Kanamara Matsuri Festival of the Steel Phallus. What the fuck? Uh, the phallus meaning penis. 
Yeah. Phallus meaning penis. Okay. So each spring, the city of Kawasaki, Japan, by the way. Kawasaki is a city? I, yeah, that was my question too. I thought Kawasaki. Just a random motorcycle. Well, yeah, but I figured maybe it was the, you know, like the inventor of the Kawasaki motorcycle or whatever. Yeah. So they named the. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it could they, be. It could be. Yeah, maybe they named the the motorcycle after the city was built in, or. But anyway, whatever. That's we're being sidetracked. Yeah. Each spring, the city of Kawasaki, Japan, holds the strange penis festival of Kanamata Matsuri. According to a local legend, once upon a time, a demon fell in love with a young woman and hid inside her vagina, mm-hmm. biting off the penises of two men. On her wedding night, I have a question. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait I think minute. we have the same question, Carlos. <laughs> wedding night, two dudes, two men <laughs> on her wedding night. <laughs> what kind of fucking? Well, that's <gasps> there. You go. That wasn't the demon that cut off one of those dudes' dicks. I, it was I, the other dude. It was the other dude. <laughs> two men on her wedding night. This woman was gonna have sex with two men on her wedding night. Anyway, okay. Well, whatever. Anyway, it it, it continues. Uh, so yeah, this this demon fell in love with a, a young woman and hid inside her vagina. How big is this demon? And he, I mean, to fit inside the vagina. Oh, how big is that vagina? Oh, Carlos, how big is I'm the vagina? Saying, I'm just saying, fucking. Is you that know, cavernous? You mean? Echoes in, hello, 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 hello. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, Fuck. okay. So, however, a blacksmith helped the woman by making an iron phallus or an iron penis. Mm-hmm. That broke the demon's teeth, and the iron phallus was thus enshrined. <laughs> thus, on the day of the festival, a parade of phalluses marches by, and revelers can buy phallus-shaped candies and treats. Carlos, they have... <laughs> dick candy. They have a parade of dicks, Carlos. <laughs> you think they have, like, super fucking 50% off sales on dildos, too? Uh, that's a good I question. I might as well, you dude. I mean, you're. this is the day... Dude, steel dildos. Steel dicks. That's what I'm saying. That's what I mean. Steel dildos. Alum- aluminum ones that look yeah. like steel. No, fucking steel. Stainless steel. I mean, just go all go all out, man. Because they're they're celebrating. Actually, not even I'm sorry, it wasn't steel. It was iron. Fuck. Iron phallus. Fuck. And I'm they not- have and they have uh phallus shaped candies and treats, Carlos. They have candy. We when you know you know what? When we go back to Japan. You know, fuck it. We don't even have to go back to Japan. Why don't we just call our friend Evan again and be like, we got to know more. We got to. We, <laughs> we have questions. We have questions. We need to go check this dick parade <laughs> out. God damn it. <laughs> All right, Carlos, you could do the next one. All right. Number four says monkey buffet festival. God, okay. I hope that's not what it sounds like. Monkeys have it good in Lopburi, Thailand. Every year during the monkey buffet festival, the furry creatures are treated to an exceptional feast of four and a half tons of fruit, vegetables, and candies at the ancient temple of Phra Prang, Samyot, uh, in celebration of one brave monkey who, according to local legend, saved the bride from a ten-headed demon. Fuck, I thought it was... Okay. I, when, they, when I read Monkey Buffet Festival, I was like, oh, I don't... I hope it's not fucking people lining up to eat a bunch of different monkeys. Yeah, that's... And I kind of thought that's what they were going to go with, too. But all right, cool. All right, so hero monkeys, and they're like, hey, from now on, we're going to give these monkeys a lot of food. You think, I, when I read this, uh, I thought they're given a bunch of uh, fruits and a half ton, uh, four and a half tons of fruits and vegetables. I thought, are they giving them like the old shit that's just rotting that nobody else is going to eat? Like, fuck, just give it to the monkeys. 
but Maybe. then they, but they said there's also candies and shit so well you never know all right mm-hmm. so number five all right this one is uh, the holiday is called songkran the thai songkran festival also from thailand okay marks the beginning of the new year as participants use water to wash away the negativity bad luck and sins of the past year in big cities people take to the streets where huge water fights ensue among strangers oh man come on that sounds fun as fuck. And it does sound pretty fun. But could you imagine if you're visiting and you have no idea what Songkran is and some dude just comes up? Because look, it says huge water fights ensue among strangers. Yeah, you're just walking down the fucking street and some dude with a super soaker comes up to you. Yeah, and, and just like you starts up. blasting you. And, and, and probably looks at you and you're like, yeah, congratulations. Like, congratulations yeah. for what, motherfucker? And you get into a big ass fight and shit. <laughs> All right, Carlos, your turn. All right. Um, damn, these things are hard to pronounce sometimes. All right, number six. Takanakui, Takanakui, Takanakui. The name Takanakui means to hit each other in the local language, and that's exactly what the Peruvian participants in the fest in this festival do each Christmas. Locals physically fight each other in organized bouts as a way to resolve conflicts. I've actually read about this before. Um, they had some, I don't know, some documentary I must have been watching or whatever, where they actually. Uh, showcase this and it's it's just like they said this is the way they resolve conflicts so if you have beef with somebody if you got you know an issue with somebody this is a legal way to resolve that conflict it only happens once a year okay and this is a legal way to resolve that conflict by fighting and there is a there is an agreement that you have to abide by you shake hands that whoever wins Wins that agreement. So and basically, let's just say that uh, your neighbor's fence is too fucking high, mm-hmm. and it's uh, up, you know obscuring your view. And I mean, first first world problems, right? Right, of course. But and you keep telling him, take the fucking face down, and he's like, fuck you, I'm gonna leave my fence up, whatever. You get into this takanakui, you know, and you get into a fight, and whoever wins the fist fight, they get their way without exception. You know, without exception. And, and the shit's squashed. Done. And it's squashed. From that point on, they shake hands and it's over. It's no more fighting. That conflict is resolved. It's over. And I mean, here the picture that they have, it's two dudes and one dude looks like he's throwing a karate kick. Yeah. But when they were talking about this in the um, in the documentary, it was they showed two old ladies. Holy shit. It was two old ladies and they were just fucking slapping each other, con- <laughs> con- you know, continuously just like, toma, 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 and to see which one would go down or whatever. I mean, I don't know what the fuck beef they didn't God, talk about. You now, know, now I want to go there to fucking Peru and watch this shit, man. I want to watch it too. God you know, damn. Crazy now, old ladies the, just- the picture of this dude throwing this karate kick, look at his shoes. Is he wearing cleats? He looks oh, like he's wearing baseball cleats. Oh, maybe he is. Maybe That's he's trying to cheating. I'm just going to say, yeah. right, but whatever. All right, so number seven, uh, right. my turn, right, Carlos? Yes, you. Okay, this one is, uh, it's pronounced, I think it's pronounced Kumbh Mela, whatever. The mass Hindu pilgrimage of Kumbh Mela, in which largely nude participants bathe in one of India's sacred rivers to rid themselves of sin, represents the largest human gathering on earth. More than 120 million people Attended the 2013 festival, 2013 festival. I think 120 million people just wanted to be with other naked people. There's that. And if you really read between the lines, all right, 120 million people are in this, uh, this river. Um, one of the, 
Yeah, one of India's most sacred rivers to rid themselves of sin. How many people do you think are peeing in that river? And let's just say that a hundred million people are in the river closer to the north. Okay. <laughs> and the river and the, flows down. And the river south. flows to the south. <laughs> and you just happen to be the last 500,000 people. Are you really washing sins away or are you washing yourself with pee? <laughs> you know, because and, I, you're, and you're saying pee. What if you see a floater? It, I'm just saying it could be anything. You know that this this goes back to and I know it's I, I know it's obviously not the same. But, you know, you in this world of um, social media, Instagram, whatever, a lot of people like to go to day clubs in Vegas, you know, where they have the, these huge pool parties. Oh, yeah, yeah. And people post about it. Especially when it's like 115 degrees. Yeah, right. And and people are like, ooh, check me out. Look how cool I am. I'm in my bikini or I'm I'm in my, you know, athletic shorts and checking out my look at my muscles or, you know, whatever. Uh, And I'm I'm having a good time. And if you look at the fucking pictures, there is one thing that's a constant. Almost every single person has an alcoholic beverage in their hand. Yeah. And they're all in this giant swimming pool and there's... Tons of people. You've yeah. seen the pictures. It looks like there's more people than water. Yeah, tons of people. How many bathrooms do you think this hotel or this this place has? You know, to accommodate this many people because they're not going to let wet people walk through the lobby of the casino. Yeah. So it's got to be you know designated. You know, these certain bathrooms are going to be for, for the people for that the are coming area, out of the pool. Right. Yeah. All right. How, how many? Do, how many liters of piss do you think are in the pool? Because people are fucking drinking alcohol, yeah. and alcohol goes through you. You, you know what they say? You don't, you don't ever buy beer. You rent it. Yeah, because you drink it, it and right it just through. comes right through, and you just yeah. piss it right out. And, yeah. and when you're drunk, you probably also lose most control. Yeah. So you're probably just like, fuck it. I'm willing to bet. I'm, I've never been, but I'm willing to bet people have shitted in the pools. Oh, my God. You know, so anyway, who's ugh, next? Ugh, ugh. I, I think uh, I think it's me. Uh, number eight. Yeah. Bolas de fuego, quote unquote, balls of, uh, balls of fire. Oh, I hope this isn't what it is. It says every August, residents in Nejapa, El Salvador, light blazing fireballs and toss them at each other in the streets. The century-old tradition commemorates the devastating eruption of a nearby volcano, which was said to have sent fireballs soaring through the air long ago. Thank God. You were thinking that I was thinking uh, people going to light their balls, light on, their fire? balls on fire. Jesus. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> All right. You know, so that's kind of like Fourth of July here, though. Motherfuckers with Roman candles shooting them at each other. Oh yeah, exactly. It's the same shit. So, <laughs> number nine. Number nine. Uh, this one is obviously it's also Japanese. Hadaka Matsuri. I have a feeling that Matsuri means holiday or festival mm. or something like that because we've run uh, across uh, two two of them now. And, uh, that's and a Matsuri. That's a Matsuri. So Hadaka Matsuri. I have a feeling Matsuri means festival. During the Hadaka Matsuri Festival in Japan, half-naked men struggle with each other in an attempt to get a hold of sacred charms. Do they mean testicles? Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> Thrown into the crowd by priests. Oh, okay, hold on. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> let, me, let me start that over again. <sighs> During the Hadaka Matsuri Festival in Japan, half-naked men struggle with each other in an attempt to get a hold of sacred charms thrown into the crowd by a priest, which will guarantee a full year of good luck. The man who manages to wrangle the charm out of the opponent's hands must stuff it into a special wooden box filled with rice 
before it is guaranteed before he is guaranteed a year of happiness. The festival dates back hundreds of years to when a priest would throw paper talismans to his worshippers who would then supposedly experience a happy year. Why don't they just make enough of those charms for the people so they don't have to fight? I think that you have to earn it. I mean, because, you know, it's it's kind of like I, I once asked that question a long time ago about money. Right. And I said, why don't they just fucking print more money and hand it out to everybody? You know, if you print more money and hand it out to everybody, you would think, well, fuck, everybody has money. Now everybody can buy a house. Everybody can buy whatever the fuck they want. And um, and some, you know, really smart guy that I was talking to was a surgeon. He happened to be Japanese, too. Mm -hmm. He said to me, that would devalue the dollar. It would make money worthless. Worthless. You know, it has to be it has to be worth something. So it has to be earned in order for it to be worth something okay all right well, you know so i'm like okay that's, that's uh, a good explanation yeah. okay explain me this one then this is like the second or third one why do people have to be either naked or half naked yeah right what's the deal with what, being what? naked damn it you know it's like this festival uh you gotta get naked either either that or we just live in a fucking country of prudes because none of our festivals are naked you know it's just kind of what you just uh just said right now carlos you you were talking about um, people launching uh, Roman candles at each other. Yeah. Could you imagine? <laughs> Boy, could you imagine in 4th of July, we had to get ooh. naked to do it and people <laughs> fucking... Like, ooh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. No, now you go. All right. You're next. All right. Uh, this one is called Semana Santa. Catholics around the world engage in elaborate rituals to celebrate Semana Santa, the holy week preceding Easter. But some believers in Spain take the pagan tree to a level that some see as it's, unnerving. It's pageantry. Whatever. Pageantry. Uh, they, that some see as unnerving. With hordes of white men in Ku Klux Klan-like robes march through the streets. And yeah, that's the picture. There's dudes in, in like KKK hoods, man. Yeah, but there is something different. Um, they do look like uh, KKK robes and hoods. Um, but you notice that... These have mouth holes. Yeah, they do. And they, you know what they look like? They look like sex dolls. Sex <laughs> dolls with a cone head. <laughs> they, do, they do. You know, that's that's what they look like to me. But yes, they definitely have a, a KKK vibe. That's uh, It is kind of unsettling. All right. So number 11. This one is Yatnia Casada. Every year, the Hingu, the Hingu Tenegrese people of Probolingo East Java. Fuck. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> let, me, let me try that again. <laughs> hold, hold on. My tongue is in a fucking pretzel shape. <laughs> Every year, the Hingu Tengerese people of Probolingo East Java celebrate the Yadnia Casada Festival, during which they make their way to Mount Bromo, an active volcano. There... They fling their possessions, such as cattle and crops, into the mouth of the volcano, hoping that this sacrifice will rid the community of disease and other disasters. Okay, okay, okay. They fling cattle up in there? How strong are you? It says uh, cattle and crops, bro. So grab, pick up a cow and throw it up in there. <laughs> I don't know if it's a cow, man. You know, I mean, I know it says cattle, but... Maybe you know, cattle could be a a, a goat, a, a goat, yeah, a, a small a little That's baby goat. Up, you get fucked up for the goat. 
Well, yeah, of course it's fucked okay. up for the goat. You know, <laughs> the lava. You're like, shit. oh, cute. My my owner loves me so much. Is carrying me. Ah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fling, motherfucker. Oh, what the fuck? Into the lava. <laughs> that sucks, man. So fucked up. Oh my god. Okay, you're not going to this one. Number twelve is La Tomatina. Oh, I know what this. One Each is. year, some twenty thousand people in Buñol, Spain, take to the streets to throw about hundred and fifty tons of tomatoes at each other. What started as a spontaneous food fight at a local parade about 70 years ago has since been commemorated with an organized tomato battle every year since. Yeah. Yeah. So um, to uh, to fill in the backstory that Carlos said, well, you're not going to this one. I hate tomatoes. I can't stand tomatoes. I can't even stand the smell of tomato. And, and you know, the the funny thing is that when I I mention that to some people and then some some people say like, well, uh, you eat ketchup. That's always the, it's the number one comeback. Yeah, you eat it's ketchup. different. You know, I'm talking about raw tomato. I can actually have cooked tomato, believe it or not. Sun-dried tomato. I can yeah. have that. That's okay. Right. You know, I can actually have raw tomato when it's mixed with like cilantro and onions. So to like to make like in pico de gallo yeah. in a taco. That's actually okay. It changes the taste. I'm talking about a raw tomato, raw slice of tomato, like in a hamburger. Right. Fuck yeah. that. This is or, disgusting. Or when people eat it like an apple. Oh, yeah, dude. I can't Fuck. even see that. I can't even watch when people Oof. do that shit. You know, it's disgusting to me. And I've said it many, many times. Tomatoes are el pupu de Satanás. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Yeah, el pupu de Satanás. <laughs> tomato is Satan's turds. <laughs> I, I am certain of it. Okay, I am certain of it that 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 is what you know. And everybody's like, "Ooh, tomatoes!" No, shit's poisonous, you it, know, to some people or some things. You know what? Uh, originally, uh, I believe that here in the United States, they believed that tomatoes were poisonous. In fact, I remember reading a story about this, where somebody took a bite of a tomato in front of medical professionals and and all that stuff to prove to them that it wasn't poisonous, and some lady fainted. You know, and or whatever, because this dude ate a fucking tomato in front of them. I read that somewhere. I don't know. But anyway, that is a disgusting tradition. Ugh. It's a waste of food for people who do like tomatoes. That's true. You know, but oh my God, it's 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 horrible. Could you imagine how fucking these people must Ugh. smell? Man. Oh, man. Ugh. Anyway, you're next. No, no, you're next. Am I next? Yeah, because I read you the tomato one. All right. All right. Number 13. This is uh, Busojaras or Busojaras or some shit like that. Busojaras is a festival celebrated in Mohawks, Hungary, at the end of the carnival season. The celebration involves dressing up in traditional masks and woolly cloaks, masquerading, dancing, and listening to folk music. Finally, a coffin is burned on a bonfire, which signifies the end of winter. Yeah, that one's kind of banal. All right, cool. Yeah, all right, whatever. Cool, let me celebrate. Fuck yeah. it. Cool. All right, number 14. Maslenitsa Maslenitsa is an Eastern Slavic religious and folk holiday that takes place the last week before Great Lent and which marks the end of winter. The holiday is celebrated by eating pancakes or blinis, sleigh rides, snowball fights, organized fist fights, here we go again, and sometimes dancing bears. On the last day, Sunday, people ask for forgiveness and often burn a straw woman. Lady Malenitsa, who represents winter. Okay, okay so, so they're like, so, fuck you, winter. Yeah, but look, here, here's the part um, that I thought was interesting. That it says, um, 
it takes place the last week before Great Lent. Yeah. So it's kind of like Mardi Gras here in the United oh, States. Oh, right. Mardi Gras takes place before Lent. Right. For those Catholics, right? So Lent, if you're not a Catholic, is 40 days long. And if you're Catholic, it's one of those deals where you're like, I'm going to give up something for Lent, you know, and you give up like cussing. Some people give up shit like sweets, soda, tortillas. You you make like a sacrifice, a personal sacrifice. Right, right. Right. And, um, you know, and I always thought that's eh, kind of silly, you know. Mm. In fact, I gave up giving shit up for Lent. Yeah, me too. And and I haven't failed at that one. No, no. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still I'm, going strong. I'm still going strong. Yeah, I, I have not cheated on that, you know. But Mardi Gras is the party before Lent. And I always wondered what the history of Mardi Gras was. And I'm sure that if we Googled it, we could find out, whatever. But I'm just willing to bet that people are like, look, Lent is coming up. We're going to have 40 days of, you know, giving shit up or, or being chased, you know, not having sex, not boozing or whatever. Let's have a massive fucking party where we can get give it, get it all out. Yeah. Get it all out. Orgies, drinking. That's why there's boobs and alcohol involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's just fucking go crazy. And then for 40 days, we'll be like, oh, yes, we're good people. Yes, we're good Jesus, people. we're good. We're good you people. know what I mean? So, <laughs> that reminds me. I don't know if you've uh, ever seen that movie or um, know of or remember the movie Sex Drive. Um, if you haven't seen it, there's a part in the movie where they're driving, you know, across the country kind of thing. So one guy can have sex with this girl he met online. But they stop by an Amish country because their car breaks down. And when they stop by an Amish country, they're going through something called Rumspringer. And I don't know if it's real. But Rumspringer, supposedly in the movie, they explain, is a period of time. And for some people, it could be a week. For other people, it could be a month. But they allow the young people to go out of the Amish community and experience everything that the heathens would experience, like drinking, sex, and all of that stuff. And after you're done with it, you can come back to the flock, but you'll never be able to experience all of that again. So it's like they give you a taste of it. Yeah, actually, that is real. Yeah, yeah, that is real. There was again, uh, there was um, some reality show based on that exactly, you know, where they actually would follow these, you know, young adults, young, you know, teenagers. But basically, they're like eighteen. Yeah, right you know, around there, right yeah, around young there. Young yeah. adults. Um, well, they out they go out and experience the world, you know, and of course, they interview the Amish parents, and the Amish parents were like. Well, you know, we want them to experience this so, you know, they can see it so they don't feel like they're, you know, left out or being whatever. deprived. Yeah. Right. And so they could come back to the Amish, you know, way of life and, um, you know, and make a commitment to it. But then the parents were also like, well, we also hope that they don't get into orgies. They <laughs> hope that they remain pure and yeah. innocent you know what i mean like, like go like go see it but don't do it right right you know what i mean so, shit. Cause, yeah because there's a part in the movie where i think seth green is in it and he's like you know what i miss because i miss drinking yeah drinking weed yeah 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 and ass fucking that was fun <laughs> oh man i guess i gotta see this movie because ass fucking that was fun <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right so number 15 this is one that we're pretty familiar with i wouldn't oh, even yeah, call it absolutely i wouldn't even say it's weird day of the dead or yeah. uh dia de los muertos which is during the day of the dead celebrated all throughout mexico people visit their dead relatives at the cemetery but they don't just visit 
They bring the deceased the person's favorite foods and drinks. They build altars to make offerings or, or ofrendas, as they call them in Spanish. Yeah. And they share funny stories and anecdotes about the departed. More specific rituals and traditions vary from area to area. But in most cases, people take to the streets dressed and painted as flamboyant skeletons. Yep. Yeah. So no, and, and they, they don't like explain that you also leave um, flower petals from the grave to the to your um for the front of your door so the spirits can find their way home. Well, it's, it says but that it, there it, are different, know, uh, different. Yeah, they yeah. celebrate it differently. Just, just go watch Coco, people. Yeah, yeah, just go watch Coco. God damn it. Fucking All right. <laughs> the next one. Frozen Dead Guy Days. Huh? Okay. okay. The Frozen Dead Guy Days held in Nederland, Colorado. Uh, celebrate the preserved frozen corpse of one man, Brito Morstol. His family hoped to create a cryogenics facility in Nederland uh, to preserve the body for good. But when the plans fell through, it was feared that the body would thaw. So locals and the town government came together to keep the bo- the body frozen. And now they celebrate the thing. They celebrate with things like live music and coffin races every year. Coffin races? Uh, do they I'm, put I'm, I'm curious. Do they go downhill and just throw a box down? Yeah, I don't know. I like, like fucking. Uh, huh. This is in Colorado, dude. This is more accessible. We can go see this. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding, right? <laughs> okay. Uh, number 17, Jaramplas, Jaramplas, Jaramplas Festival. I think it's Jaramplas because it looks like it's in Spain. It does kind of look like it's, it's in Spain. Um, well, let me read it. Every year on St. Sebastian Day in Piornal, Spain. Da, yeah, okay. There you go. Jaramplas Festival. Locals throw turnips at a devil-like monster known as Jaramplas. Is that like Krumpus? I guess it is. The role of Haramplas is so highly desired that locals sign their children up at birth in order to secure a spot on the 20-year waiting list. The strange centuries-old tradition has unclear origins, but may symbolize the elimination of all that is evil from the town. Wait, so people, people sign up their newborn kids so 20 years later somebody can fucking throw a turnip as hard as they can at the person wearing a mask? Yes. Fuck that. Yes. <laughs> that, according to this, yes. People sign up their newborn kids because it's a 20-year waiting list. What, what if they don't even forget to tell the kid, like, by the way, you know what I did when you were a kid? You know, exactly. You know, they get something in the mail. They're like, okay, it's your turn. You got to dress up. What? What? Bro, what the fuck do you mean? I, last year I threw that shit broke his eye. <laughs> exactly. Fuck that. You know, all right, Carlos, you're <laughs> next. Right. Uh, number 18, Louis... Louis or Louis Bonfire. Uh, Louis Bonfire celebration held in Louis, England, is one of the largest of its kind in the world. The festival, the festival commemorates Guy Fawkes, as well as the memory of 17 Protestant martyrs burned at the stake uh, for their religious beliefs during the Marian prosecutions. Persecutions. The, yeah, persecutions of the 16th century. In, res, in remembrance, 17 crosses are carried through, the, through a town a wreath is laid on the war memorial and women's and men's flaming tar barrel races take place. Isn't this what V for Vendetta was? Yeah, I have a feeling because that's what, uh, it's not guy, isn't it? Gee, gee folks? I don't know. I it's, don't know. It's spelled guy, so. Yeah, okay, well, fuck it. All right, so number 19, Niepi, Day of Silence. Niepi, fest, Niepi festivities take place each year as part of Bali's New Year celebration. The whole island shuts down for 24 hours, meaning no traffic, no work, no pleasure, or fire. Wait, no pleasure. 
Electricity is used sparingly and neighborhood watch groups patrol all day to ensure compliance with the above rules. Wow. Huh. It's a day of silence. Yeah, nobody nobody can do shit. No, you can't do shit. No no pleasure. Which, which like you said, wait, no pleasure. Yeah, how do you enforce that? You walk into people's houses like you're fucking get off. I was gonna say I, I can hear Is that a mattress? Nope. Are you guys fucking Oh man Get off her right now This is against the law, sir. <laughs> Jesus. All right, number twenty. Chung Chow Bun Festival. You know, Carlos, before you continue, uh huh. If I if I wasn't reading this myself, Chung Chow Bun Festival. This sounds like, you know, when people are trying to make fun of people speaking Chinese yeah. and they just make those like weird noises. This that. is what that sounds like. But go ahead. Continue. Yeah. Chung Chow Bun Festival. The Chung Chow Bun Festival was born out of a severe plague that shook the island of Chung Chow in Hong Kong. According to local legend, the plague ended only after the locals paraded with statues of deities on the streets of the island, begging the god Pak Tai to put an end to their misfortune. The highlight of the festival is the bun scrambling competition, which involves participants climbing a bamboo tower covered with buns. Now, when they mean buns, are, they, are we talking like like the like hey, the food? Like, like food, yeah. Cause yeah, the food buns? I'm assuming, right? Wow. I, I, I mean, there's a picture, but it it's really zoomed out of the tower, so I can't tell whether... It's white. I would assume the bun would be brown, right? I mean, if it's a baked bun. Right. But. So that makes me think. You know how earlier we were talking about how um, I don't like to talk about things like COVID because anybody could be listening to this, you know, later on, years down the line. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's it's not current when they listen to it. But if you listen to it now, then, yeah, sure, it's current. But right here, they say that the plague ended only. So there was a plague. Yeah. A severe plague that shook the island of Chung Chao. According to local legend, the plague ended only after the locals paraded with statues of deities on the streets of the island. And then for some reason, they're like, cool, let's uh, let's eat buns. Fucking buns. Let's go. So if we were to do that for COVID, for COVID, if we were to, you know, oh, my God, Carlos, if we were to incorporate the the dick parade, oh, the dick parade festival. Here in the United States, like if we if we start a, a, a group and we parade down Whittier Boulevard in East L.A. <laughs> carrying a whole bunch of iron dicks, statues of dicks <laughs> and then COVID ends and they're like, let's celebrate every year by having a dick parade, a dick parade down the Whittier f- Boulevard in East L.A. The Flores Dick Parade. We don't what why? No, 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 no. Why you let's gotta not attach name it that? No, let's no, not name why, it that. Gonna, no. Don't attach the name no. to it, man. <laughs> Just the dick festival. Yeah, and then we're like, okay, who started this dick festival? We'd be like, oh no, oh, it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay, my turn. Twenty-one. Night of the radishes. Each December, the city of Oaxaca, Mexico, holds an event known as the Night of the Radishes, during which both amateurs and professionals carve huge radishes in an attempt to create a masterpiece. And win an approximate $650 prize. Wow. Such radish carving began as a way to attract customers at the annual Christmas market, but then evolved into the event we have today. Wow. By the way, it's not Oaxaca, it's Oaxaca. All right. Jeez, God. Oh, you mean Man. you mean in English? Yeah. <laughs> oh, in English it's Oaxaca. Oaxaca. It's Oaxaca. Oaxaca. One question. Yeah. 
it says here, both amateurs and professionals carve radishes. How do you get into be professional radish? How do you be? Hey, how do you get to be a professional that's radish a, carver? That's a good question. And how do you grow up to want to be that? You have to fall into it, right? You'd I'm be like, sure. Shit. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, well, look, dude, six hundred and fifty dollar, and maybe in a waxaka <laughs> is probably a pretty good amount. It, yeah, that's in pesos. Is you're looking at like fucking a million. Yeah, that's a lot of money. You know, so maybe you're like, fuck. If I become a professional radish carver. I can make a lot of fucking money. Well, you know, there's people who carve, like, fruit and shit for, you know, that fruit um, platters and shit like that. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Damn. All right, Carlos, you're next. All right. uh, Number 22, it says, Thai Pusam. I think Thai Pusam. The Hindu Thai Pusam festival is dedicated to the god Murugan, the war god and destroyer of demons. On this special day, people bring milk, flowers, and fruit to the god, but the most devoted followers pierce their bodies with hooks and skewers and some even attempt to pull heavy objects with the hooks attached to them so as to appease god marugan and enter into a trance you know you're not entering a trance you're losing blood well they're probably going into shock and holy hell and that's probably what they've considered the trance you know i actually one time i was talking to uh to dad you know and um again i was maybe at the house there with dad we're watching TV and they have, they had this news story and uh, it was some Middle Eastern country where what they were doing is this, these people had machetes, uh-huh. right? And they were um, hitting their head oh, with shit. the sharp side of the machete, Ouch. cutting slits into their actual skull, not their skull, but their head, their head yeah. you know, and they were obviously, they're just like bathed in blood, Oof. you know, and this was... Uh, you know, a way to, uh, you know, it was, it was a religious thing. It was a religious thing. They were doing it to appease their God, you know, and, and all that stuff. Right. And I was, you know, sitting there with dad. I'm like, dad, that's, that's pretty crazy, huh? And he's like, yeah, that's pretty crazy. And I could tell there was like, you know, the cog in his brain. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> know, we're spinning. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, something's going on. Right. And then of course they show another guy. Um, this is, you know, they show a few guys with the machetes, but then they, most of the guys, were they had like whips okay right and they were like like hitting themselves like whipping the, you know what i mean like they were going back and forth so that the whip would hit them in the back oh okay yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. It, would, it would scar their you know their skin mm-hmm. right and, and dad looks at it and he goes mm-hmm. and i'm like what what, mm-hmm. what do you mean mm-hmm. what's going on right i'm like yeah i'm like that's crazy huh dad and i wanted him to talk because obviously something he was going something. on. He knew something. Something's going on, right? He knew right? something, man. So, uh, so I just finally said, you know, Dad, you know anything about this? And he goes, you know, in Mexico, he goes, because this isn't that crazy. He goes, you know, in Mexico, they um, they have something very similar. I'm like, really? I, I don't know anything about it. And he goes, yeah. He goes, uh, just the men. He goes, it was just the men. And he goes, I remember going into the church and they closed the doors so nobody could run out and Shit. and you had to atone for your sins because if you felt that you were a sinner you had to volunteer to atone for your sins to go into the church and they gave you this little whip and goes but the it was like a little whip but the at the end it had like a little sharp pebble and goes so when you whipped it around the sharp pebble would hit you in the skin fuck you know and it would it would mess you up right he goes, and, and, you know, and they had another guy walking around 
with a whip, an actual whip. And if he saw that you weren't hitting yourself hard enough, oh, he'd take, oh, he man. would whip you. Shit. You know, like from a distance, he's like, whoosh. wait, don't we have a whip uh, sound effects, Carlos? Uh, I don't know, but whoosh. you know, he would whip you and, um, you know, to make sure that you atone for your sins harder, hit yourself harder, you know, and it was, uh, <laughs> there you go. Good <laughs> Lord. You know, and, and no way, but I mean, like I said, dad had that look like, I remember. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I, I remember. Thought, I thought you were going to say that um, dad, he knew, because when I took Mexican history back in the day in college, um, they also explained about bloodletting with the Aztecs and stuff like that, where dudes would, would pull like a rope with thorns, like through their bottom lip. And, Ugh, and, collect, and collect the blood in um in like basins for the gods, but not just through their bottom lip, but through their foreskin. Oh hell no! Yeah, dude. So and oh, and we learned that in Mexican no. history, and I was like, "Fuck that! No, throw no. me in the pit, <laughs> <laughs> toss me into the volcano." Fuck that! <laughs> All right, so my turn. Yeah. All right, number twenty-three. This one's called Quema del Diablo in Spanish. Quema del Diablo means. The burning of the devil, and actually translates it here to the burning of the devil. Ah. Every December before the Feast of the Immaculate Conception, people in Guatemala celebrate Quema del Diablo, during which they burn the devil, which is represented by bonfires of trash. Hmm. Is, is that, Wait. I mean, is that not just like getting rid of your trash? Okay, so there's that, right? Let's get rid of our trash, right? Um, but hold on. I thought the devil liked fire. Yeah, I thought he lived in fire. Isn't that what they tell us? You know, isn't that yeah. what we've been taught since uh, contradictory childhood? They're like, look, man, the devil, uh, hell is basically fire and brimstone. They say you're going to burn for this. Right. Exactly. So what do they mean by quema el diablo or burn the devil? He'd be like, yeah, thanks. I had an itch. Oh, shit. Yeah. And you just this, helped this me This was good. It. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. I don't know. All right, Carlos. Mm-hmm. You're next. All right. Number 24, Hogmanay. I guess Hogmanay before midnight on Hogmanay celebrated on New Year's Eve in Scotland. People must have their house, their house cleaned, including the fireplace and their debts cleared as they enjoy firework displays and torchlight processions. After midnight, the most important thing is, quote, first footing, first first footing in uh, which good luck comes to you if the person to enter your house is male and he brings with him coal, shortbread, salt, black bun, and some whiskey. It's as if the first person to enter your house. So basically... So but, so, you, so you can't arrange, like, if I was to do that here in my house and make sure everything is good to go, and I can't just be like, Fernando, come over and bring all the shit. I'm sure, I'm sure that they do it, that. Or does it have to be random, like the first person to come is... Say, for example, if first person to show up and it's mom and you're like, fuck, female. God damn it, mom. <laughs> could you, or could whatever. Could you send that in first, please? No, look, here, here's the thing, dude. It says here, in first footing in which good luck comes to you if the first person to enter your house is male and he brings with him coal, shortbread, salt, black bun, and some whiskey. So you know damn well that there are some dudes that get up that morning, early in that fucking morning, that and yeah, and stockpile um, coal, shortbread, salt, black bun, and some whiskey, and they just go around 
from people's houses. I'm pretty damn sure because they're going to be, yeah, this, yeah, they're going to be welcomed. You know, they're going to be yeah. like, oh hell yeah, come on in, come on in. You hell just go yeah. to your friends' houses and shit like that. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, all right, okay. my turn. Yeah. This one's called the Strawberry Festival in England. The Strawberry Festival takes place on the Tuesday following Plow Monday, the traditional beginning of the agricultural season in January. A local is dressed up as a straw bear and is taken around town alongside a procession of dancers and performers. The bear costume is eventually burned so that a new one can be created next year. So you just have to, if somebody's dressed in nothing but straw? Yeah, he's dressed like a straw bear. Okay. A bear, uh, I guess. And you just walk around and people are like, cool, now let's burn it, but make sure you get the dude out first. Huh. Yeah, I hope they get the dude out first. Fuck. Yeah. All right, number 26. Uphelia, that sounds like a Northern California thing. Yeah, it you does. Know? Ah. is a fire celebration held in the Sheetland Islands of Scotland. It marks the end of the Yule season and involves locals marching through the streets dressed in Viking costumes and holding lit torches. That's it? That's it. They're not naked? No, they're not naked. Not, not naked at all. They don't burn any bears? That's fucked up. They don't this burn their trash? Nothing, dude. This is just... They just walk around? Walk around with torches. Dressed as Vikings. Yep, dressed as Vikings. Be like... And they're Scottish. Here we are. And they're Scottish. They're not even from Viking land. <laughs> Viking land. Where, where the hell are they from, dude? The Vikings, I believe, are from Norwegia. Nor, nor, oh, Norwegia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Norway, Carlos. Norway. You know, no, Norwegia was where nor we wanted. I, I'm going to go with Norwegia. <laughs> Norwegia or, or Finland or, you know, from, you know, from up, where up the Vikings there. are from. Yeah, okay. Up yeah. there somewhere. Exactly. From where the Vikings are from. From Viking land. Yeah. Viking. You were correct the first time, Carlos. Viking land. Yeah, Viking land. Viking land. So, Val Valhalla is where they go when they die. Yes. Okay, right. Valhalla is where they go where they die. And then if they go to hell... What's hell for them? Hell Halla. Okay. <laughs> That'll work. From what I understand, their hell is frozen. You oh. know how, yeah, you know how we were talking about um, this the, burn the, the devil? Yeah, burn And I'm the like, devil. yeah, I thought the devil liked fire. In Viking lore, uh, their hell is frozen. It's not fire. It's ice. Oh, shit. Yeah. So they go to the Greenland? I guess so. Huh. You know? And... um that's that's what their their hell is all about, you know. It's like you, I guess it's because they have such harsh winters. Yeah, up probably. there, and it's like this is fucking hellish. Yeah, this is hell, right? So yeah. they're like, when you die and you go to Viking hell, it's gonna be frozen all the time. But, see, but remember earlier when I was like, you know, people do say you're gonna burn for this. Do Vikings look at each other and go, you're gonna freeze for this? They're, it just doesn't have the same oomph behind it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, maybe, maybe they have. Anyway. A, well, look, but maybe in in Viking language. Which is what again? Um, Vikinglandia? Viking Vikings? Vikings? Vikings. There okay, it is. We'll go Vikings. With Vikings. Vikings. Maybe Vikings has that uh, has a different inflection. You know, you're yeah. gonna you're gonna you're gonna ice for this. Ice for this. Right. You're gonna have yeah. icicles on your testicles for yeah. this. Ooh, ooh, oh, you know. Oh. So I, I don't know, dude. But anyway, that concludes our list. Yeah, you said uh, it looks like it stopped at 26. This thing says 27, but. There's nothing at 27. Oh, I don't know. Well, what if there's uh No, that's no, it. No, that's it. Yeah, that's it. All right. All right. Well, hey, I, I, I kind of want to say Merry Christmas, <laughs> you know, and... Uh, well, we're going to get half naked right now and celebrate July 5th. And burn something. And burn something because apparently that shit's the norm around the let's world. Go, Carlos, let's go burn your trash. 
Yeah, it's a good idea. Oh, it was trash day today. They already picked it up. Let's bring your trash and and run around half naked and we have to have a chant and lit torches and we have uh, we have to have a chant. We have we can have a chant. Uh, I don't know what we're gonna chant. We can ch- find out something in Viking knees. There to you chant go. There or, you go. Mm-hmm. Or, or Spanish or whatever. And then and then when your baby is born in October, we can jump the baby. We gotta jump the baby, of course. We, we gotta jump, jump the, baby. the baby, and we gotta work on that iron dick thing. We gotta work on the iron <laughs> dick parade. You know? Could you? Oh my God. I was thinking, you know, floats with iron dicks on them. No. How could I pass this up? The float itself is a a giant dick with balls at the end. Of course. You know, and oh, my God. And then, of course, you know, like the top. Right, right. uh, You know, because I'm thinking that, you know, the dick would be, you know. Lengthwise. Not standing straight up like into the air, but, you know, straight like a a float. Mm -hmm. Right. And the back where the balls are, you could put like that's where the driver would be. Oh, yeah. And people, oh my God, we could have like royal princesses sitting around the dick, waving to the crowd. <laughs> around the glands you know? of the penis? Yeah, no, no, just the whole Ooh, dick, the yeah, shaft, yeah. Carlos, the whole shaft. Okay. You know what I mean? And we don't even have to have chairs A royal or court? seats for them or nothing. We could just put like veins on the dick and then you sit on the veins. <laughs> sit on the veins, of yeah, course. Yeah, you know, you it'll, be like, it'll be like a ledge. Yeah, of course. Right? And then you just like, hi, everybody. Oh, dude. And instead yeah. of bouquets, guess what they're going to carry? Condoms. Dildos. <laughs> Come on, Carlos, keep up here. It was right there. It's I mean, right it's there. God damn it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, man. Well, anyway, I think this is episode 16. It's episode 16. Uh, this, this has been Dick Talk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, at one point I started to worry, are we talking too much about dicks? <laughs> I think oh maybe we I think maybe we did. Oh, yeah, you know? maybe. So, I think I think we way too much on the dick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope you enjoyed Dick Talk, and uh, we'll see you for the next episode.